as Christians, I don't know, we'll probably have that once saved, always saved conversation until the Lord comes back. But I wanted to give you a little bit of insight. Um, and just briefly, I don't want to be negative on this. I want this to be something that you enjoy kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, going through and listening to. I want to talk about when Christians turn or, you know, when people in churches, when they turn. I want to tell you a couple stories um, that really happened to me so that you can be aware of this, that this is real life and that this happens. When I was in junior high, I went to a barbershop and it was, kid you not, the barbershop was called Ray of Light. And the guy was really um, kind of charismatic about his faith and, and, and telling the people about the Lord at the barbershop and, you know, volunteering and he was that kind of person where he wanted everybody to know who he was and he wanted everybody to know who Jesus was. So it was cool. You know, he was a really great barber. He had that. He wasn't like a, you know, he was a professional barber, went to school, everything. He was really good. A lot of people came through his barbershop downtown, black barbershop. So, you know, he had his stuff together relatively. And so uh, he shut down the barbershop and, um, he moved. Something happened. There was um, a guy actually at our church. Our church kind of split, not in a negative way, but there were just some people who had a difference of opinion. And um, so there was a guy at our church who um, believed that he was an apostle. And that was something that we had never heard of before in that area. We never heard of it outside of the Bible in our area. Somebody being apostles and prophets was nothing that we were familiar with. We had none of that. I'm talking about growing up from three years old to 18, never had a prophet in our church. But he called himself an apostle and he left the church, started a new church, and some of the people there followed him. And the guy who owned Ray of Light Barbershop followed him. And so he became the pastor's right-hand man. He closed on the barbershop, became the, the pastor's right-hand man. Traveled with him everywhere. My dad was curious about it, so he went to visit the church, too, and eventually we actually joined the church. Churches in a different state, so we, we, we kind of commuted from our home to the, to the new church. And so uh, one day the guy says, um, hey, Pastor, me and my wife were going through some difficult times. My wife was working. I'm not working. We don't have a car. You know, my child, you know, they had a young child at the time. He needs daycare. He needs to get to daycare and, you know, whatever. Um, and he said, we were just hoping, uh, wondering if you could help us get a car. And uh, the pastor said, sure, son. Take my Lincoln Town car. And uh, I kid you not, it is 2020. It is 2020. This happened back in like 2000, 2001. Nobody's ever heard of the guy since. Went by his apartment. He had moved just had left town like that quickly like it was planned out you know and so I just want you to be aware uh, of these people uh, we, we just never learned and the, the pastor would always joke when we were in church he's like hey if you ever find the guy tell him I'm not going to press charges just bring my car back you know it was he, it, it, he had forgiven him but those things happen and I'll tell you a personal story that happened to me and we're gonna, I'm not going to talk too long about this. I'm going to give you one more story. This is real and it happened to me, and I just want you to be aware of it. A relative who uh, asked me for $20, Christian in the church. 
in ministry, had a title, you know, that kind of thing. Title, I mean, behind the pulpit. Came to me and said, hey, uh, do you have $20? I said, no, I just have my credit card. I gave the person my credit card. And um, the person came back to me, kind of frustrated, flung it back at me. I'm like, what's going on? I still had to come out of pocket. The person had maxed out my credit card and never paid the bill. And I said, okay, can you, can you, can you rewind? You know, why did you max out my credit card? You said you needed $20. Shut up. Just shut up. That was the response I got. And so that just kind of took me like, I'm just kind of like, what? Can, can you, can, can somebody tell me what's going on here? Um, that happened. I don't know what led up to that. I don't know why I was chosen as a victim. <laughs> um, but that wasn't where it ended. The person continued to do those types of things uh, with other people. It was just something that we, it, we, it would just caught us all off guard. But the Holy Ghost has a way of weeding out those people because that person was pursuing a higher level of ministry, actually. They were trying to like go, they were trying to get to a higher level in ministry, really. They were, that's, this is really something the person was trying to pursue. And uh, continue doing these kind of strange financial things. and But the Holy Ghost has a way of finding these people and weeding it out. And people, you know, your discernment turns on with certain people. You know, and it should always be turned on. But when you have discernment, when you have the Holy Ghost, it, it'll, it'll start to talk to you. He'll start to tell you, you know, things about people. And you don't even want to believe it. But sometimes this happens. And so I just want you to know if you get a dream... Because I've had dreams about people. These aren't the two situations. It doesn't end with these two situations. There have been other situations where I have a dream about somebody. And I'm like, nah, not that person. Sometimes you, you don't have to do anything to these people. You can treat people really, really, really awesome. And they'll turn. And they'll just, they'll just you know, the person just cared about the lifestyle of ministry, the, the, the traveling and staying in the nice hotels and the cars people were driving and the restaurants people were eating in. That's all that this person cared about. And I might have been the same thing with, the, with, with my barber. It might have been the same thing. But both those things, um, those are just things I wanted to share with you because I've continued to, God has told me kind of, um, he'll, he'll show me like in a dream. But then I'll, like, it'll be confirmed in the natural that these people, they don't care. They, they're not who they used to be. Something has changed. They're not, they're not who they used to be. And, uh, yeah, it just, that's just something that I want you to be aware of, not to be negative. Just want you to be aware of. But the Holy Ghost has a way of really weeding these people out. And with that person who uh, maxed out my credit card, Everything fell down for that person like dominoes. So, uh, but I just want you to be aware. It's very important. Stay close to Christ and don't ignore it. Don't ignore the hints. Don't ignore the dreams. When the Lord shows you things about people in your life, don't ignore it. Don't take, because sometimes you haven't done anything to the person. It's just been other things that led up to that person deciding to go in a different direction. Not making an announcement. They just kind of switch over into this different person. So that's real. I need to share it with you. I want you to win. Shane Burris, the Gala Five.
Podcast.